Welcome to VH1 Storyteller. Hey, what the fuckers? Bellhouse, Brooklyn, how's it going? How'd you enjoy our uh, introduction? Was it uh, fascist enough for you? Bumping that Wagner. How many of y'all like Wagner? (laughs) We're coming live from our base in Antarctica. So, how's it going, guys? We're glad to be here with you at uh, Brooklyn Podfest. Here at the Bell House, as you can see, uh, we are, uh, for the first time, Team Chapo. I mean, we, we all signed the th- trillion-year contract. <laughs> well, when we went to L.A., we, uh, some of you may know when we did L.A. PodFest, we all converted, we became Scientologists as soon as we uh, got off the plane and took a personality test, which is what happens when you go to L.A. Uh, unfortunately, that wore off uh, as soon as we got back to New York. But yeah, there's so many fucking thetans in this town. <laughs> as soon as we got back and had the good Mexican food again. <laughs> De Blasio said that he's building low-thetan housing, but I just don't see it. Uh, no, yeah, but now we, uh, we're back in New York, and what can I say? We're all just really big fans of the Hill Bop Comet now. Yeah! So It's going to take us, folks. Believe in it. Because what else do you have to believe in, honestly? If it's not the Hill Bop Comet, it's nothing. <laughs> I'm actually I'm not wearing the same tracksuit as them. I'm wearing my Spanish national team tracksuit. And like I just want to make a statement. This is a bipartisan statement. I don't care if you're Marxist Leninist, uh, social democrat, the other stuff. We can agree on one thing. There's one Spain, one language, it's Castilian. Galicia, Galicians are an invented people. Let's go. Let's do it. 2017, one Spain. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Captain Vidal. We're not wrapping any particular country. It's very much like Macbeth, where you have to decide and not tell anyone whether you're a Guido, whether you're a Chav. It's all in here and in here. We're going to be playing a game a little later tonight called Chav or Slav. That's why we... Uh... <laughs> That only works because you insist on mispronouncing that word. <laughs> it's chav, mate. Oh, bloody glass, you. Yeah, everybody here is some variety of, of gangster, you know, uh, a Balkan pill dealer or whatever, Bright, Brighton Beach guy or, you know, Satrial's patron. But me, I am just the guy who went to Golden Corral really meaning business. <laughs> I'm the scariest gangster of all. Ben Stiller in Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> so, uh, before we begin, uh, I just want to say, speak on a serious issue here for a second, something that happened today that we're all very upset about. Uh, we stand with Drill. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> Free him. He's innocent. Or uh, don't dox him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yes, for- thank you. Yeah, Paul, stand up. Let's have a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote his tweets at him at Chipotle. That's all I'm asking. As a response to Homestuck fans, uh, Doxing Drill, I am stepping down as the creator of the Homestuck, whatever that thing is. I, all right, I still don't know what the fuck Homestuck is. It's very simple. It's a comic book that teaches people it's okay to be weird. 
So it's an actual book. It was a comic book that was published, like DC or no. something. No, no. <laughs> well, what the fuck was it then? It's a website. It's online. It's a website. It's a comic. comic that's also a website? Well, it's also a game. It's, it's, it's a, a wait. Digital Those are three different it. things. <laughs> a comic is not a website. It's not a game. Well, you know, Matt, if you try to explain what we do to people, they'd be like, what? You're a radio show? It's not on the radio? No, see, you're done there. It's a radio show that's not on the radio. Done. You can press a button anytime and hear it. You don't have to tune in. You're well, finished explaining it. Well, Matt, Wikipedia says it's like Ulysses. Well, what's that? It's a, it's a book. It's a book. It's weird. It's a book no, about I, everything. I guess all I do now is just have these guys in a room, and they all reference things from the Internet, and I just get more and more pissed. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Lil Peep died? What is that? What is Too that? soon. Too soon. What is a Lil Peep? I don't even know. I'm asking questions. Wow, He's doing journalism. A lot, of free, a lot of people really love the First Amendment here. They want to shout me down and silence me just for asking questions. Just because I don't know what a Lil Peep is. Is it a snack? Is it a candy? It's very simple, Matt. Lil Peep was a mumblecore rapper. <laughs> No, rest in peace, little peep, though. Um, I'll take your word for it. Speaking of things uh, of uh, technology that uh, we find vexing and, you know, ever-churning and, you know, making our lives better. You ever notice that smartphones actually just make people stupider? Uh, I got a a little follow-up, though, on... uh, I I don't know if you listened recently. Uh, I got some follow-up news on the app. Greta Van Susteren's brainchild. It's called, it's called Sorry. I'm, I can't believe you know, Milton Brothers, no, uh, Parker Brothers or whoever owns the Sorry game hasn't sued her yet. But it's the Sorry app. And uh, since, we've, uh, uh, since we recorded our reading series on her sort of launch of the app, the app has actually gone live. It's launched. It's live now. You can download Sorry app on your phone. Use, uh, use promo code I'm Sorry to get uh, 15% off your first apology. But uh, it is a, we, we, bo- we all downloaded it before the show, and it is, it's the most pointless thing to exist. Says you. You've got nothing to apologize for, Matt. Your, well, that your is true. soul is clean as uh, fresh sheets. Clean however. as the pressure sheets. I'm good. But the thing is, is, is that all you can do on this thing, this is the only things you can do, is you can record a video apology and then upload it into a stream, and then other people can vote on whether to accept it or not. <laughs> that is it. The top uh, apology on that a site, which I believe is Greta Van Susteren's, the <laughs> owner and conceiver of it, has, I think, 20 views. It's not catching on. Reddit, uh, Verit is doing better, honestly. Funny you ask. Uh, so uh, to kick things off here tonight, I am, uh, for you guys here at the Bell House in Brooklyn Fodfest right now, I'm going to uh, record an apology on uh, Sorry app. So here we go. Now, uh, when you, when you go to add your apology, uh, Sorry hits you with some uh, suggestions on how to apologize. And it says, before you hit record, here's a few friendly tips. No great apology was ever made while angry. Uh, false. I've only made apologies while angry. Yeah, have you listened to Stain's discog- discography? <laughs> Got it out at the second try. 
Um, tip number two is body language and eye contact can speak louder than words. Eye contact with what? Your fucking phone? Wait, what contact? You're, eye contact. You're sending an image <laughs> to millions of people, presumably. How are you going to make eye contact with them? Well, if you like, if you look at the camera, it's like the way news anchors do. It's like they're looking. Well, then at you, you don't need to be told that. That's obvious. This is stupid. That's that's uh, the title of my TED talk: making eye contact with the entire world. <laughs> and uh, number three, and uh, I think most importantly, just be honest. Just be understanding. Just be you. You've got this. You've got me. You do. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Time to apologize. Hi, uh, it's Will Menneker here on the Sorry app live at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Uh, feeling a little contrite, feeling a little humble, ready to say the words, I'm sorry, to the Bell House Brooklyn venue for um, what I did to the green room just a few seconds ago <laughs> because certain items in our rider, which are clearly, clearly laid out when we agreed to do the show, were not met agreed upon items that were not met at all and indeed flagrantly violated. I'm sorry for the property destruction, but I'm agreeing now to bear some of the cost for the damage done. So I'm sorry, uh, just trying to do better, but again, like the concert writer is a contract, it's an agreement. We, bu- we all agreed on it beforehand. I'm sorry. I accept. Let the healing begin. So I'm uh, going to just post that right now. Okay. Review apology. Do I want to caption it? Personalize it? Nah. Yeah. Just going to submit. All right, guys. By the uh, way, this is an uh, actual non-joke. We, 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 uh, uh, we downloaded that app and we, we put up joke apologies before the show. And I looked through the, it, 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 it displays a wall of apologies that you can scroll through in the public feed. And one of them uh, was... Sorry, I didn't eat that ass. (laughs) On that note, I have an apology to do myself. The second apology in the Greta Van Susteren apology app, app in all caps. All you guys are going to be in it, but I'm recording myself. Hey, guys. I'm sorry that I tried to use tokens to tip Will during his apology. I first noticed that something wasn't working when he didn't remove any of his clothing. (laughs) I'm used to other video interfaces like Chatterbait, Russia Chat, uh, Eastern Eastern Block Honeys. Uh, And I just expected the the customs of those mediums to carry over to this new one. And I'm sorry to the app, and I'm sorry to Will. And Will, if you take actual hard currency instead of tokens to... uh, behave in suit uh, we have like 20 minutes in between shows I'll, uh, I'll wait to accept that apology when it posts to the official I'm sorry feed all right, and then I can decide right. whether I accept it or not but I appreciate the gesture alright who's next I got one dial up my app here beep boop 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 beep boop <laughs> stage business <laughs> Duck face for the win. I want to apologize to each and every person out there online and in real life who I ever told 
that their shoes look like a fam. <laughs> In point of fact, your shoes were great. They didn't look like a fam. Well, the truth is, is that I felt like a fam. <laughs> and I wanted everybody else to feel like a fam too. And so I hope you'll take my apologies and go out into the world wearing those shoes in full confidence that they are in fact fleek and not at all a fam. Thank you. Free Meek Mill, whoever that is. <laughs> Thank you. Got the audience back on your side, Matt. No. Uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a brief one. Um, okay. Uh, I want to say I'm sorry to the haters for shining so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry to the uggos for being so cute. And most of all, I'm sorry that I sharded on that afghan your dead grandmother made for you. Hey. You got an apology for us, bud? I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Moving on, then. To... Uh, other news of the week. Uh, so uh, we mentioned it on a, a previous show. I just want to take in the moment now to check in on the status of a certain wager that has been made between uh, Virgil and Matt over an upcoming special election in Alabama. Would you like to update us on the stakes and the state of play? Matt, how are you feeling about it? I'm feeling very confident. Yeah! I'm not worried, fam. Not in the least. The yeah, way. so we, we bet on who is going to win the special election in Alabama, Roy Moore or uh, Doug Jones, most well-known. to touch a piece of poop. Yes. <laughs> Doug Jones, of course, most well-known for his work with Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> in films such as Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy. Um... But yeah, uh, the polls, the polls, the polls <laughs> right now are showing a consistent lead. I believe you can confirm this. Virgil, Doug four, Jones, Mr. Jones, the last four polls have a lead of at least three. Mr. Jones and me, <laughs> wanting to be big stars, go to Washington. So yes, the polls suggest that Doug Jones is going to win. I scoff heartily at those polls. The same polls that showed Hillary Clinton as a shoe-in to win which is why we all scheduled a fucking live show for election night. <laughs> because we thought it would be fun for everybody. Because we thought we'd all have like a laugh and then we'd see the results and all take a nice sigh. Oh, okay, we avoided that. But instead, halfway through the fucking show, we get news, oh yeah, the world is on fire and you're all doomed. And we had another 40 minutes of comedy that we had to fucking do. All because some goddamn polls told us that Hillary Clinton was going to win. Well, it was hubristic to title that show Normal World Will Never End. <laughs> so I, I say to those polls, sir, I, I ask you to stick them where the sun don't shine. And I say and said that I believe in the people of Alabama. <laughs> I believe that they will make the worst and most indefensible and mon most monstrous choice that they can. Well, I mean, I, Matt, Matt's, what Matt is saying, and I agree with, and I think all of you agree with, Roy Moore, no matter what he's done or people say in polls, he has good ideas. 
and that's going to shine through. You know, I found out a lot about Roy Moore in the last couple of weeks that I never knew or wanted to know. Uh, like for the fact that he was almost fragged by his own soldiers in Vietnam for being a piece of shit. Yeah, they, call, they called him the pedophile Marine because they were jealous of him. Yeah. He was basically Doug Miedermeyer from Animal House, but they didn't kill him. Well, I don't know if this is uh, ethical or not to do when there are stakes being involved in a wager with people on the show, but... There's I, always, I, I just wanted to say there's one other fact I found out about Roy Moore is that he lived in Aust- Australia, I'm sorry, for a year as a young man, right? And from what I understand, he moved there because he thought that on the Southern Hemisphere, the age of consent laws go the other way. (laughs) Called the Coriolis effect. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, there there is a wager uh, being placed among my co-hosts, but we I think we may affect the outcome of this special election. Nothing will affect the outcome. Well, we may try because breaking news. A secret source, secret source has uh, sent us on only us, and this is we're the only news source that has these. Uh, a gigantic trove of Alabama high school yearbooks of a certain era, and we are now going to read you live for the first time the unseen, unedited Roy Moore yearbook inscriptions. So the first one reads here: Stacy, like it says in Leviticus. Speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you bring an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. Anyway, I hope you stay part of the cool flock and school band. Stay neato and have a great summer. Your pal, Ray, Roy. (laughs) (laughs) That seat, totally innocent. Yeah, that's fine. It's normal. I got one that's a little weirder, though. Go for it. My dearest Annabelle, (laughs) long are the nights I await your sweet voice. My service to this country as assistant district attorney hardly seems worth it, with brother pitted against brother. And not brother in the way that black people mean it, not like that at all. (laughs) Now that your school year is coming to an end, I dream of the day I can pick you up from the roller rink in my Burger King-sized sedan with horns on the front of it. Until then, I remain dedicated to my service to the Confederacy by arresting urban teens for wearing their socks too low. <laughs> Forever yours, Roy Toy. I, I, got, I got sent one as well. Uh, my beloved Tiffany. Remember the strength of David as he faced Goliath when Sherry is being a total bitch in home ec. Remember the faith of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abnegon as they were cast into the fiery furnace when Janet tells you that your jean jacket is busted. <laughs> and, remembers jo- and remember Jonah's forbearance in the belly of the Leviathan when the cheerleaders don't invite you to the spring fling even though they invited Allison and she didn't even go to a single game all year. <laughs> never change. No, seriously, never change. <laughs> Roy boy. I got, uh, I got um, kind of a long one because I'm closest with our source, Julian. I mean, anonymous, but... Uh... <laughs> Here we go. Lucinda, as I've always recited to you, 
Woe unto the Ephesians who came out of their valley of wickedness to know Elam's daughter until one by one they beget beasts of the sea and land that consumed all of Elam's family, his court, and the unjust bread bakers of the city of Sot. Each man must pay three times his firstborn child's weight in salt to atone for the inequity of Sot forever and ever. Amen. Wow. I think that verse says a lot about our friendship. You know, it's true that sometimes you meet someone who you think you'll hate because they're a 16-year-old JV volleyball player and you're a 33-year-old assistant district attorney. She wears short skirts. I wear a little root beer-colored leather vest that holds my little gun for baby infant pussies. You get it. But the more you get to know each other... You, the more that you realize, you're more similar than you could have ever known. You just plain rock. You've taught me so much. You're, you're going to camp this summer. And I used, to think, I used to think only Jews did that. I hope you bring the same smartness, cool attitude, and kindness there that you graced this school with in your sophomore year. And that you don't come back as a Jewish person. <laughs> If you do, I'll learn to accept it because friendship is about taking someone where they're at and where they'll go. Kill the UN, Roy Moore. Oh, mine's kind of different. Hey, Trevor, eat a dick. You are a huge bitch. If I see you at the mall again, your gay ass is dead. Assistant District Attorney Roy Moore. Nothing wrong. Oh, God. We're delightful. <laughs> so we'll see how that news uh, shakes up the uh, national news cycle and the special election in Alabama when, when this hits the uh, airwaves. I should not be touching the poop. You'll be touching the poop. <laughs> no, my friend. You, you will be the one touching the poop. Uh, we shall see who will be the person. No, no. I've already gazed into the future in my mind tunnel. And it has told me what happened. As, uh, as Leonard Cohen once sung, I've seen the future, brother, and it is poo touching. Yeah, it, Virgil touching poo. <laughs> it's December 9th, 2017. In 30 seconds, I touched the poop. <laughs> um, just uh, an- another bit of uh, breaking news or current events before we move on to the, uh, the main part of the show tonight. I... Uh, I just found this today. This is uh, some news out of the music biz where there's a, uh, a new country music song <laughs> takes aim at kneeling during the national anthem. Of course, uh, an East Texas country music star has released a new song. Neil McCoy debuted his new single, Take a Knee, My Ass, I Won't Take a Knee. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Take my ass, please. <laughs> Hey, Colin Kaepernick, I got a place where you could put your knee. Yeah? I, I just took a knee, and boy, is my ass tired. You motherfucking Colin Kaepernick, I'm going to take every GQ issue with your face on the cover, and I'm going to wipe my ass with it. Even though the, the really heavy, the glossy stock just shreds my hemorrhoids and turns the bathroom into the chainsaw scene from Scarface. 
I was looking really forward to this month's issue of GQ. I wanted to know what Chris Hemworth was like when he's not acting. <laughs> so, um, I think uh, let, let's let's hear a little bit of uh, "Take My Ass," please. <laughs> so here we go. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Racist jazz standard. This video looks like the assassination of Benazir Bhutto. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Yeah, that's right. Not any of those other United States I'll you might have heard about. I'll my hand upon my heart every time I ran from place. I have no object permanent, so I think it's a small man in my room. And I say, take a knee, my ass. about that is like, okay, you can make fun of him for being a dumb reactionary, but honestly, he just knows his audience. Yeah. Like, modern country music is just disgusting just palaver that these people cynically shovel out to these rubes who they, they think they understand. It's like, yeah, you should put a truck in there and America and troops. It's like every modern country song should be, should be called is, is this good for you, you it? fucking hillbillies? That should be every fucking song. No, but hillbillies are listening to hip-hop from ten years ago. They're all wearing G-Unit <laughs> No, these are the people the people in suburbs and exurbs who've convinced themselves that because they have an F-150 that they're cowboys. Yeah, yeah. The famous F-150 driving cowboys <laughs> of the Great Plains. And they think, yes, because I live... I live I live in a, in a gated community, and they've got, they've got a little, uh, like, a longhorn steer on the fucking arch above it when I drive through after punching in my security code. That makes me a fucking cowboy. Yeah, I'm just a frontiersman who spent a combined 30 seconds outside of air conditioning since 1982. <laughs> Does anybody remember the song Chicken Fried by the Zac Brown Band? In my mind, this is the peak of modern country. No song will get better. If you don't know... What the song's about, the title is pretty self-explanatory. It's about how awesome it is to eat chicken fried steak. What about, what about the Jason? true? Show me the lie. No, it's true. It says, this whole song is, little bit of chicken fried, cold beer on a Friday night, pair of jeans, it fits just right. It's just a list of like fun things to do in America. But if then we one... didn't start the fire for people with hearts. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I... It's we didn't start the fire who, for people who've been to a pizza ranch. <laughs> I, but then there's one verse of this song that stops the whole thing, the whole narrative about having Friday night chicken fried steak to say that we got to thank the troops <laughs> because their sacrifice allows us to eat chicken fried. That's the song. They felt the need to throw that in there. And the, the, just the patronizing nature of that is so disgusting. And I just like to think that there was a guy in Iraq who seconds before he bled out after getting fragged by an IED was thinking, yes, I'm dying for people's ability to eat chicken fried steak. 
I love uh, using my Xbox controller on the highway of death, and you know, just so people can uh, go to uh, Golden Corral. I think the most iconic country song is the Jason Aldean song where he raps and talks about uh, beating up a guy because he talks shit on Facebook. That's the real lifestyle. <laughs> that's our lifestyle. Yeah, that's my life. I'm constantly fighting people over headphones. Um, so, if you're going to spend Friday night, you know, having a beer, some chicken fried, and uh, looking at nice girls, chances are you spent the whole week leading up to that doing mind-numbing drudgery of some kind. I'm talking about work. I'm talking about work, folks, is what we're doing. We're working for the weekend here, as the song goes. And, uh, that is the main theme for tonight's show. Um, on, the, on, the, on the actual podcast, of course, we do the reading series. Fan, fans of reading? reading series? Reading is for chumps. Yeah, reading... reading is for people who are listening to the show on headphones while working out or pretending to work. Yeah, reading sucks. Uh, Viewing what? series Watching are for TV. chads who come to the Bell House to see a live show. Yeah. That's I right. Bet so, I bet some of you fucking virgins sound out the words in your head. <laughs> not anymore. You're going to hear them. So, yeah, this is our very first for you, this audience here at the Bell House. Not even the second audience that's going to come here tonight. But you are the guinea pigs for the very first ever Chapo Viewing Series. And uh, the theme for this viewing series is, like I said, work. And we have curated... Uh, a selection of videos for you uh, that are intended to be watched uh, as part of being part of a team. If you're wearing They're your mandatory suit, fun. Yeah. It's the fun that's part of being, comes part of being a team and getting a paycheck and uh, wearing uniforms like we're doing here. So uh, I, think you'll, I think you'll learn very early on that there's sort of a, th- a theme to these into the sort of the lessons that the people who created this video wanted its intended audience to receive. And uh, chief among them is that uh, joining a union is really, really bad. <laughs> it's for squares, y'all. Um, I'll tell you what's not on fleek, organized labor. <laughs> yeah, collective bargaining. Uh, Healthcare plan looks like a fam. <laughs> but uh, before we get into that, I mean, unions obviously have been in the, the news, and by the news I mean the media, because there's been media union news. So, of course, they're covering it. And uh, just breaking today, uh, Vox has uh, decided to form a union. Yeah? They created a new stack. And it's like, what is a union? (laughs) (laughs) Click. Uh, So, uh, you know, we support them, obviously. I mean, well, not Vox, but their union, for sure. (laughs) But... um, yeah, these are the only strikers who, if the Pinkerton showed up with a Gatling gun, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, but, I mean, like, Fair enough. It, it, like as you're going to see in these videos, you know, it, it, it's hard, you know, to convince your fellow employees to join the union, and there are always going to be some people who, you know, maybe don't think it's such a good idea. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. born subjects. Just, just natural-born peasants. Company men. Company fucking men to the Company bitter fucking end. men like male, technically men people. Yeah, should we uh, male-esque figure? Yeah, who is, yeah, the, who is yeah. the scab that we're going to put on blast My now? old friend, German Lopez. German Lopez. <laughs> German Lopez, who sounds like one of those Venezuelan opposition leaders. 
whose family came to Venezuela by way of Dachau. He, he said, like my dad, my dad was a very strict counselor at a summer camp in occupied Poland. And let me tell you about the Maduro dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. My dad, he was a great guy. He rehabilitated convicts of all ages uh, by, you know, a work program. And you know, now, now we're gonna get Venezuela on track. German Lopez sounds like one of the fake names from episode one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. German Lopez, whose head looks like a bullet. Uh, I am against Vox Union. I know writers who want a union as protection for laziness, which will make a lot of things worse, including for writers. I don't know if it allows laziness. Things like it'd be pretty great. Why the fu- Wait, right. why the fuck Hold would on. you even become a writer in the first place yeah. if you weren't looking to protect your laziness? Yeah. If you, if you think work ethic means anything, you'd be in a, working in a fucking railroad, driving spikes. I don't know, says the podcasters. Exactly. We're even higher on the totem pole. We're the galaxy brain. Hmm. We're the galaxy gut. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on. All German. Right. Unnecessary. Uh, Esteban, Esteban de Hitler is not done. Uh, uh, the, follow, the final tweet in his missive is the most debased thing I've ever fucking read on the web. When Chief Keith used to post more, there would be like 500 replies uh, that would be like, fill my hole up with cum. Yeah. Give me a baby so I can abort it. Like, just, like, they're very horny for so so. Is that guy in the Navy? Who is this? Chief Keith? Who is that? What is he? Is that I don't understand. Chief is like that's a that's an honorific. That's a rank, and Keith is a first name. I don't understand. Keith with an F. He's Keithing Valor. Wait a minute, it's not Keith. It's not Keith. It's Keith with an F. (laughs) Matt hasn't listened to rap since rapping John Wayne. (laughs) Uh, But no, this is the most debased shit I've ever read, probably ever in my life. Vox Media is a generous company. (laughs) Unusually so for digital media, and some people want to take advantage of that. First of all, what the fuck? Second of all, are you okay, Vox? The the follow-up to that tweet is just gagging noises. (laughs) Ezra, do you need a back rub in these trying times? I love love being a little baby and sitting in Ezra's, uh, just feeling his warm wonk bosom against my (laughs) thanking father for nurturing me. Fathersgifts.xls. Oh, Matt Iglesias chews up the spreadsheets and regurgitates it into his little bird mouth. <laughs> All right, is, is that enough of uh, the good German Lopez? <laughs> Vici Lopez, yes. Uh, all right. Tweets her tonight. All right, let's get, into this, let's get into this viewing series. All right, this first video comes courtesy of Kmart. And this is a very specific, like, we're going to see, like, a, a number of different strategies. How many strat- all like Kmart? <laughs> Is anyone from still from Kmart country? I grew, I, I grew up in Kmart. Yeah. You know what else? Okay, Kmart. All right, all right. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it for Shopco. Oh, that's a Kmart. deep cut. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah. about Shopco. Yeah. All right, we're going to see like the, the first of uh, many sort of tactics that are taken in these, uh, in these videos. And, and the first one is that you're going to see here is uh, making the workplace seem really fun and cool with an awesome song. So here we go. <laughs> Ooh, it's avant-garde, anti-art. Great David Lynch. Kmart by Harmony Corinne. 
So I just want you to know the contrast between the music and this building that looks like the bleakest place imaginable. Here we go. We have fun in Lubyanka. I get up, I get out of bed. Okay, this is Elvis Costello. This is 100%. I got a lot of work ahead, but it's reassuring to know every one of us is wearing our girdle to prevent getting hemorrhoids from stress. I work with the Kmart folks on whom I can Am I getting paid to stand here and wave to this camera that's here during lunch break? March come to count on us. This is the pilot to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> we got our start. Everybody's here. Real Sparley. <laughs> then here in Noonan, we're making our own. Everyone's wired on amphetamines Cause we've been working over a top for a month Every one of the shirts you're wearing You saw on a hipster walking around in Brooklyn <laughs> Yeah, this is the Adam Friedman collection Alright, right, that's enough of the, uh, the, the singing and waving you guys, Kmart it. sounds like a great place to work. <laughs> so if you're seeing everybody in the Kmart distribution center, and as soon as the camera finds them, they're all smiling and waving. Yeah. It's just how they are. Yeah. This is, it's like David Attenborough found them. and was like, <laughs> they, they, they wave as a sign of their appreciation for their employers. Here um, comes the unionizer, in, union organizer into their habitat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, uh, that's where you have a... You, you get people on your side with a cool song. Mm-hmm. A cool, upbeat song that, again, is contrasted with the working in a building and location that is, looks slightly less cheery than, I don't know, Bulgaria pre-Soviet you know Soviet Union collapse. All right, so uh, next, next one. All right, this one comes courtesy of Target. And this is a little bit more sophisticated. This is like they're really going to give you, the employee... The straight dope on why unions are not for you. Can I just say that the first um, kind of uh, ethical consumption argument I ever heard was about Target. People were like, oh, I don't go to Walmart. I go to Target. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was actually difficult because we didn't even have a Walmart yet. We had a Kmart. So, like, it was just, it was not even on our radar. All right, so this this is the ethical company, Target. Welcome to Target, where we know you'll have a terrific experience. I'm Doug. And I'm Maria. And even if you already started working here, you're already part of an important team and a great Target store. All right, start doing the drinking game every time they say the word team, open discussion, open conversation, or family. You'll probably learn something new every day, at least for a little while. There'll also be a lot of challenges, but there's nothing we can't solve by working together. The leadership team and your fellow team members are anxious to help you and to make working at Target a positive and rewarding experience. 
If you ever have a question, all you have to do is ask it. Yeah. Everyone here from the CEO down wants you to yeah, be Yeah, go to the CEO's door. In fact, Target <laughs> Complain about how Sherry won't give you those weekend policy. shifts anymore since she's got her hair look bad. Ask your ETL or ask any supervisor. Go to a Their doors and every meeting. door are always At open the end of this you. tape is a CEO's and address, home phone say. number, and school where his children go. Fair dealing are a key part of our culture and a key part of our success. We're in a very competitive business, and we're changing all the time. We have to, in order to stay ahead of the other guys. Now, just a few years the ago, boy, Paloy, we didn't sell that much in the way of he grocery needs ISIS items. And now, well, <laughs> we're a target because we're target a target. target. The, world trade the unions center. that represent grocery store workers. When we take business away from unionized grocery stores, that means they need fewer employees. And fewer grocery store employees mean fewer union members. And fewer members? Well, that's a problem for the union business. That's right. I said business. Yeah, that's union right, folks. Business. As opposed Triggered. to targets. Here we go. A union is not a charity. It's not a club. And it's not part of the government. It's a business. A union a business is a business. That has to take in money to survive. A business any that just wants your All money. It, it doesn't care about the you as a person. Only source of income Unlike is the money they charge members. Money for initiation, dues, and fines, and assessments. You get the picture. So it's Bain pretty obvious members there. So uh, the union might tell you they just want to give you hand jobs with eye contact, but actually. <laughs> so. This is like, this is the first major theme of these videos. Well, you'll notice we're like, they started out and the two, the two team members tell you that, you know, Target is your friend. Uh, Target is an open door policy from the, the CEO Absolutely. all the way down to you. And like, that's what Target's just all about. Whereas a union just wants money out of you. <laughs> a union is a business, unlike Target. Family. So Target, family. Union business. That's easy. <laughs> uh, we're going to see further examples of this tactic, but what I think is fascinating is the way in these training videos they project all of the shittiest aspects of your employer onto a union. <laughs> a union is a business who's out to exploit you and get the most out of you for the least amount of money possible. Um, I call it Target. I just... That you and my sassiest aunt have something in common. <laughs> I've never shopped at a store without an armed guard, so I don't know. Maybe the union would want to organize us here at Target. Yeah, union memberships are down, and here's why. If the unions did try to organize to Target team members, with names like they could also try and bring along their way of doing business, an old-fashioned rigid structure. Old-fashioned is right. Being able to change quickly and adapt to new opportunities being flexible. flexible. That's the key to running a successful business in today's you market. Your head, your, and we uh, have the flexibility now. Right you are. No one knows exactly what could happen, but there are lots of examples of how rigid grocery store union contracts rigid grocery store unions. Are you tired of the rigid and actually union hurt our team members time. in the process? Here's what we mean. Here's the nightmare realm. Let's say you're working in stationery, but you're walking through domestics on your way to check on something. A guest stops you and asks for help. A guest stops you. you Without even thinking about it, you stop and give them any assistance they required. And then they think what if you a brand new car can't work outside of your car? Here's the dark realm. What do you tell the guest? Sorry, I can't help you. 
that makes you look bad. But more importantly, oh it means she's our guest doesn't get She's going to stand attention. there until she dies. And he might not come back. With no so direction. Everyone gets Am I being detained? Everyone except the... God, that looks like a nightmare. Imagine... A world where I can't stop on the way to my mandated lunch break to tell someone where to find the curtains. Ma'am, why don't you tell me where to find the linens that aren't made by Orientals? <laughs> I do like how she starts with, this makes you lo- look bad. As someone paid $10 an hour to you know, herd a bunch of feral suburbanites around a fucking <laughs> Target, I'm like, yeah, and? Yeah, when a middleman... I already look in the mirror and feel bad. Uh, what difference does this make? I want to be respected by the ham-faced cretin middle manager with a hot tub when he comes to my store and just thinks everyone with a name tag is his temporary slave. <laughs> I want him to like me. I'm normal. All right, the, uh, the, last, the last item from this, uh, this Target video I, I want you guys, guys to watch is just, okay, I want you to pay attention to this incredibly hard cut that they're going to make and just this left turn out of nowhere, like going from the two nice um, team members to something else. So check this out. Because the union needs your dues money, at some point you might be asked to join. We'll talk about the tactics organizers might use in a minute. Like but first, a union it's card, important for you to know Target's hole, philosophy on unions. Check this out. Whoa, whoa. I'm Jim Router. Team members have the right to join unions but they also have a right not to join a union. <laughs> Experience has shown us that He's after learning the facts, from that weird target team members agree Superman. union representation is not in their best interest. I'm Alan in Pinkerton the Fourth. not one group of target team members union, today fucking kill has you. chosen to be represented by a union. You remain, Ultimately, remember me as what one works of best for Target and our team members is the ability to meet Emotions challenges. have been outlawed They target. bring out this fucking Bond villain who has like a, what, what, a stroking, cat just He should be stroking a small cat and be like, union, you say? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear the most trustworthy outfit, a turtleneck and a blazer. <laughs> It's not, it's not at all what you wear when you're trying to pay for your son's private school tuition with cocaine. Forget it's... tuition. He looks like he's trying to blow up the moon. <laughs> well, he had to wear a sport coat to hide the bulge from the shoulder holster. <laughs> By the way, anybody else who could see uh, my man looking like H.P. Lovecraft, AF. Like my if he joined the, the Marines. Like if he joined the Marines with the flat top. What I love about this hard cut to uh, Daniel Q. Pinkerton is, uh, like, the story is Target, right? And they keep doing these bullet points about, like, Target will do this. Target, revolve, resolve. But they're just showing you the employee a Target, and it's just like they're pointing a gun at you, basically. Can we... Can we... I love that guy so much. I want to stay on him for a bit. Yeah, wait, keep he going he learns bits of other languages just so he can call the cops on other people while he's on vacation. <laughs> These fucking resolve awesome. issues and grow the business together without the interference of a union or other third party. <laughs> third party representation trying to divide us is contrary to our company philosophy and beliefs. Yes, sir. Our team yes, environment sir. Yes. strives to create a clear One direct path unity. of communication. Strength. We believe One in solving issues I embrace and the new order by working together. All of us, team members, team leaders, Group leaders, supervisors, and you managers will work together to ensure an environment open to discussing and resolving concerns. The, tar- the target celebrates the success of programs and strives to recognize He's excellent performance. We do these things because uh, available in aisle four, one hundred percent pure grape juice. <laughs> That's the round version of the Golden Dawn logo. <laughs> 
union, union, unions divide us and they go against the target policy of one Volk, one nation. Man, I hope that guy's dead, but he's probably in Congress or something. That guy, no, that guy. That is, guy is Under Secretary of Labor. Yes. Oh. Yeah, but like in Moldova. No, right here, baby. That guy, that guy is Sebastian Gorka's office manager now. <laughs> They just have pleasant banter, but in their stupid voices. Greetings. <laughs> All right, next up is uh, Target's older, uh, slightly older cousin, Walmart. Let's see what. Let's see All what, right. Let's see what Walmart. The Red State Megastore. Right, the cultural signifier. Oh yeah. Yep. Before I forget, my friend Patrick told Thank me that uh, the actors in the Target I had are, are in the SAG. The actors. <laughs> If you're on a set with them, you're obligated to spit in the craft service before they can get to it. That's one of the things I enjoy about this job. The way Walmart Associates can really make a difference in someone's day. I also love that the people in this store are like a second family to me. We really pull together to take care of our customers and each other. I love that the world's biggest megastores and Charles Manson have the same, like, (laughs) attempt to fucking appeal to people. We're a family. Yeah, We're a family. Helter Skelter's coming. No matter how big the company gets, this place is special to us. It's special because of the people. And we all work here for different reasons. Some, like me, want Most a steady, secure job with benefits streets. and a safe work environment. Some, of us have Some want to get promoted and defense. go on to long-term careers with Walmart. Some just need a part-time job. We have senior Some citizens like and we have students working to pay for school. You know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. The I mean, all of these like, different people There are different old people goals. that don't want to be grounded to soylence and they put themselves to work. Some people enjoy putting on a vest and waiting for death. <laughs> it's somehow it all works. I guess that's what our founder, Sam Walton, had in mind from the start. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's the other no thing, is that all that. these videos, they all reference their glorious founder... Like, it was always their dream to have their employees as their family. Sam Walton, the Adolf Krupp of America. Yeah, you know he thinks of his employees of his family because uh, all of his descendants literally have a compound for their fucking family that you're not allowed on. He invented a company song for Walmart that he made his employees sing every morning. What? You didn't know this? No, I no, didn't No, this know. is a fact. And he would, he, would, he would go to Walmarts and lead the fucking company song. <laughs> And it would involve him in front of an audience who were just trying to get through their fucking... Yeah, and that song... And he would lead them in a a call-and-response thing of, give me a W, give me an A. He would do a YMCA thing, give me an L, give me a squiggly for the hyphen between wall and mark. Not kidding. Give me an M, give me an L. RT. And they, they did it. And of so course he, they did. He, they he had made to. them do it. That was like that was fun for him. The yeah, hook, we the freak hook. out about North Korea, but at least they have fucking style. Like nine thousand gymnasts doing this shit. Yeah, it's not just like a loading dock guy named Daryl who's <laughs> the know, hook to on the a second uh, divorce. The hook to the famous Sam Walton song is still used today. It was "Push Me to the Edge." All my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just uh, there's just one more. Is that thing. rap? Is that rap? There's just one more thing from the Walmart video I want to share. Hold on. Is that, seriously, is that rap? Yes. yes. It's emotional rap, my favorite kind. But who, who did it? <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. What? What the hell kind of name is that? That's you. I mean, I'm not, I'm not wrong. 
I'm not wrong to ask that question. That's Uzi is a gun. I know that. But what the fuck is a vert? That's a vertical. Vertical what? It sounds like old Lucifer. It yeah, sucks. That's right. It's stupid. <laughs> all right, there's it's just one stupid, and I you don't like music at all. Like I've never known you to listen to music. Jesus, man, Roy Moore knows more about young people culture than you do. <laughs> Look, everybody knew what Young MC meant. That's all I'm saying. Matt's favorite songs are all Civil War marches. <laughs> all right, there's just uh, one, one more example from the Walmart video I want to share. When Johnny comes marching home, it's legitimately rousing. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good song, yeah. Battle Hymn of the Republic is good. Yeah, exactly. Also made by Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Early associates. Plus, Walmart jobs are flexible jobs giving associates the opportunity to balance our personal life with our work life. Uh, we need you to okay. touch all the food. <laughs> I just love that because they're like, Walmart or flexible jobs, and the example they're giving is just the mindless tedium of just <laughs> slightly straightening <laughs> frozen food. <laughs> I love the opportunity at Walmart. If all the food is lined up perfectly parallel, I can be buried with Sam Walton. <laughs> I can be a supervisor in the afterlife. <laughs> this next video, I'm going to just do only one selection from it. Uh, th- this gives the perspective from the other end. This is a training video from Lowe's that's designed for management right. to tell you yeah, what to do. Yeah, real behind the scenes shit. Yeah, what to do if there's union activity and wh- how you should treat it. We actually have to watch this because we are each other's managers. Yeah, this is, a, this is an open shop. Shop house. Open house. And management is on the other. It becomes a very divisive atmosphere with a breakdown in communication and cooperation, making it hard to be efficient and competitive. That's exactly the opposite of what Lowe's wants to establish in our business. It is Islamic State. Union. I do love that. They say unions are bad because they created a confrontational us versus them atmosphere, almost as though our profits are due to the surplus value that we extract from our employees. And that there is an irresolvable conflict between labor, which demands the largest share possible of surplus value, and management, who also wants the largest share possible of surplus value, which is just nutty. So it's like a super bad vibe. It's a vibes issue. Yeah. It's like, why you got to bring up old shit? You know? It's like, why you got to bring up shit from the 18th Brumaire, okay? It's the 21st century. Okay. Hey, uh, hey guys, this is management. Just watch some TED Talks. Hey, guys, this is management. I don't know if you, left, you read my pace bin, but uh, the unions are creating a very toxic environment, and I'm not enjoying this anymore. Okay, this next one is sort of a, uh, like, this is like the union horror story where they're going to show you like real footage of unions acting scary yeah. and bad. This is sort of a proto James O'Keefe thing where they, they went undercover to get the real dirt on the horrors of unions. This is the 
It's like, don't join a union. You get to scream swears at your boss. <laughs> That's a nightmare. First of all, you get all to wear a cool men, jacket. All of those men possess a hog. All of those women, even larger hog. Yeah, all like, yeah, God forbid you join a union and you get everything that you want and your management fears you, and you get to hang out with a bunch of cool guys who look like Eric Paddock, who's the coolest guy, <laughs> the best brother in history. You get a bitchin' mustache? Yes, that's right. They were cool. They swore at their boss. It's just a union benefit of the mustache. Yes. I just like that they all get cool jackets. Yeah, that yeah, is an the, incredible the enticement. The logo is cool. That's an incredible enticement. Swag. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like only one guy in the retail company gets a cool outfit, which is like the uh, Ober, Oberstfuhrer uh, general counsel guy that we saw. He only gets the cool turtleneck. You don't get anything else. <laughs> okay. Moving on, uh, this was probably the most sophisticated effort, and this was put on by FedEx. And in this one, they've created a whole sort of narrative to go along with it. So let's just take a brief sample of, the, of this one. It takes place at a, a typical holiday cookout. A David Mamet production. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs and hamburgers. It should be steak. We ought to be celebrating. You're celebrating. Yeah, celebrating what? Thursday. Thursday, man. We I get the association. A couple months. Money's going to be yeah, rolling cool. in a couple months tops. Hey, you think so? Damn straight. Yeah. Well, me. Clean in a grill. Clean with the no condos on the shore. Clean like grills you know all I mean? day. Well, Socially. Socially. Meaning that I don't grills. think that your little union is going to be winning on Thursday. Jeez, man. Union? Forget about it. Yeah. It's like you say. Damn straight. I'm working here. I don't need no corrupted okay. bargaining. So we'll a drool. This is important because it shows uh, the women, too. Don't talk over women, yeah. This is not half the back of these Jersey tomatoes that go on the burgers, you know? That and enough yingling. You know, we went to canals. We got everything covered. Hey, we got no around here to get a beer, huh? Hey, Mike, how you doing? How am I doing? You kidding me? Maria's out of town at her mother's. It's like I'm on vacation. Yeah? Well, we'll tell her you said that. Yeah, you're just a woman who would. Here, take these with you. Sure. Uh, for a cold one. Oh, sure. <laughs> How's your mom? Oh, tough as nails. Same as ever. Good. Tell her I said hi. All right, I will. Why have we never driven? Okay. This is like an anti-Ken Loach film. The so, opposite uh, of this? a Ken Loach movie. Oh, hey, this know, is good. It's the tape that the company sent about the union elections. Yeah, yeah, we, we got one. Steve tossed it in the trash. You didn't watch it? What? Yeah, Steve says it's a bunch of company oh, You don't watch BS. every VHS? Pete got? watched it. And you need to see what's on this tape. Steve had to watch something, <laughs> Steve had to watch something called G Gundam. Just as... Watching what? that video is like uh, seven days, only at the end of it, you're a collective bargaining rights guy. <laughs> I actually, I'm working on a wiki that encompasses all the characters in that thing. <laughs> it's a dizzying array, and they all have rich backstories. I, I ship Steve and the other guy. <laughs> I think they're going to make it work. Yeah. What I love about the, uh, the scene between the wives is she goes, what, you didn't watch the VHS you got in the mail, the company VHS? But what's sophisticated about this is it, uh, it carries on with this narrative where, like, uh, it, it, with the, the guys grilling outside and one of them wants to go union and the, uh, the sensible one doesn't. But then it, it cuts back to the, uh, the wives and they have this sort of, like, right. film within a film thing. 
So gormless expressions from the guys. Oh, the neighbor comes over. For years, oh, here we FedEx go. Home Delivery has struggled to become a player in the small package delivery business. We're not players. Home we delivery just contractors have sweated <laughs> and broken their backs That's to rap, develop right? their service areas and customer bases into ever-growing <laughs> and profitable independent businesses. You wanted me to see this? Just keep watching. <laughs> Wait for it. Yes. Be quiet. Turn it off. Turn it off. First, the only game in town was Call UPS. But independent. That was UPS. This is FedEx. Do you see? <laughs> Do you see now? You are witnessing to a great becoming, Stacy. The becoming of a non-union workplace. Look, just, just watch the video, and then maybe you and your husband will decide that you want FedEx to be a third in your relationship. <laughs> Just watch the video, and maybe in seven days you won't have to vote at all. It's very sophisticated, the film within a film. I think this was directed by Michelle Gondry. <laughs> yeah, you can tell because it fucking That's sucks. Right. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the next video, uh, m- moving out of... What about uh, Shanae Felix? The guy who did Amelie and all that. Bad? Sucks. Uh, man, Amelie, I wanted to watch a movie about someone who like acts weird in a cafe. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Watch real movies like Gattaca, the recut of Dune that I found on Vimeo, <laughs> and uh, the Dragon Ball Z highlights set to Hobson songs. <laughs> Those are my three favorite movies. Now, so uh, if you've widely, wisely chosen not to join a union, there are a lot of other opportunities you can have in, in work life. And, uh, yeah, and you'll, you'll learn special skills on the job, as you'll see in this next video. As long as cumbersome union organizations doesn't prevent you from being cross-trained. Your other shift duties. We'll begin with your second shift duty, greeting and serving guests. Good evening. Fine enough to eat today. Boy, I'll say. Well, that's great. Would you care for some or beef? A little both, I think. Oh, these right. guys went method for Making this one. Making friendly conversations like this is a big part of greeting and serving guests. At other buffet-style restaurants, guests often feel they're on their own. Once they Alone. Yeah, it's almost like that's no why people go to buffets. At Old Country buffet, I don't know, though. There's, we there's two different to islands. Sure Which one do I start with? Feel that way. As a carver... You spend a little more time with guests or team members. That means you have a great chance to make them feel welcome and appreciated. They definitely want to hang out with By you. By greeting the guests warmly and oh, thank God, someone to talk to. Serve them. Act like you the weed dealer that everyone hates. Where everyone is sad. I haven't seen my daughter for three guests. years. At least I can Every talk to the carver. You hold with guests. Should I'm just saying, like, if he was born in Kenya, he should just say it. Hey, how are you? Once you've greeted the guest, start a brief conversation. You heard that the UN is trying to sterilize us. Can answer in a <laughs> you might ask something like this. All right, so these are the suggested things. So they called them on the phone to not come into work. Did you catch a game last night? Or this. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. <laughs> Don't forget to hold quick conversations with our younger guests, too. Watermelon, Jello, and roast which beef is what was on that plate. <laughs> we so want know. them to feel the welcome and diet. special here too. How to so talk to children? Conversations with children by saying something Number like this. Number seventeen, the French children. What grade are you in at school? Or this? Have you decided what dessert you're going to have? Or you ever watch Gladiator you movies? Hot Sundays. <laughs> Once you've held a brief conversation, it's time to move on to the second half of this shift duty: serving the guests. 
Begin by asking, would you care for some ham or beef? Ham, please. Once guests have chosen what meat they want, you'll carve a slice of it. How come the Americans exactly with Disabilities Act doesn't cover manlets? Serve will be a judgment call on your part unless this makes a special request. We don't limit the can have. We do, however, manage it to reduce. We don't limit how much it is, but we reserve the right to judge you for getting too much. This is great. When your guests look how appetizing that plate looks. What is that? I love a good wet meal. Lay it over the bare portion. I can't wait to never eat again after this. Children usually prefer smaller portions. Carve them a. Not my kids. (laughs) (laughs) My kids are fucking carbo loading. If your guests make the goddamn team this year quarter cut or a half cut of the meat the guest requests. Sometimes guests will tell you exactly what size of cut or number of pieces they want. Sometimes they'll give you a riddle and they'll kill you. Cut it in the exact dimensions they say. These guests all feel they're getting more when getting a thicker cut. Actually, the thin cut ensures them a tender piece of meat, which is why we carve dime thicknesses. That's why it If a guest uh, asks... They're not trying to restrict the wait, amount of meat you fucking hogs Say something consume. like this. I'd be glad to carve you that. Thinner slices are more tender, though. Would that be all right? You can always come back up for more. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I love the way they teach you to game people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, use Kino and negging to reduce the amount of beef that you have to give to your disgusting hoglet customers. As a carver, you're a victim to bone law like anyone else. <laughs> but you can demonstrate your value and overcome the feel when no GF. <laughs> okay. Now, the, uh, the next two videos in this series, I, I think, pair very well together. And they are, I think, on their own, sort of a, a diptych that I like to call the soul of man under capitalism. Yes. This is, this is your lives. If you've worked, if you work, if you're at the mercy of an employer, this is your life. <laughs> and also, trigger warning, it's about to get very disturbing. <laughs> These are based on... Um, there, there is a, a, a chain of sort of theatrical... Don't edi- you fucking talk about a thing I had to tell all of you about. Okay, I, well, you know, I'm the host. I'm trying to, you know... I, I was the, the only host. guy who remember no this. Host. We, were watch- we were watching these YouTubes, and these guys were like, what is this thing? And I said, what? You guys don't remember showbiz pizza? Oh, I do. Be- of course you do, fellow A place to be a kid, exactly. motherfucker. Exactly. Because before they were gobbled up by uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese, <laughs> showbiz pizza was a rival animatronic children's uh, uh, games and pizza restaurant. There were two of them at one point, until that one was gobbled by the other, which you kind of assume is about to happen, but has now led to a monopoly. I was not aware of this acquisition. Yes. I just knew that one day it was a different no, thing. No, it, it got taken over by Chuck E. Cheese, which means we really need to press for antitrust legislation. Because <laughs> the idea that we're at the mercy of one conglomerate for pizza and animatronic-based hijinks is not an America I want to live in. It is ridiculous that one rat controls all of our children's dreams. There was a time in this country where if you wanted to have your birthday party with animatronic friends, you could choose between a band led by a bear and a band led by a mouse. Now, your only choice is the mouse. That is not acceptable in the back. I don't know how you made him into Reptavia, but that was brilliant. All right. 
So let's get into this, uh, the, the long lost uh, showbiz. I know I'm really enjoying staring at this piece of meat. <laughs> Here we go. I was using positive visualization. It's always nice to use the same font as the serial killer snuff films. For whom the bear tolls. Oh my god. This videotape will introduce you to the new interactive animation capabilities Chaos Reigns <laughs> with the addition of an easy to operate control board a control booth and a sound system it is now possible for me to talk to all my friends uh, I can why tell did them you their names me to feel pain <laughs> this is actually the most recent Kanye <laughs> I don't get it Stories oh, answer their That's Kim Kardashian's husband. Right? Just about anything things. a real person can do, and it would make a visit so much more enjoyable to showbiz. Well, now that control system that gives the operator control over a character just about as much. The key Free will is a like, pathetic illusion. It's like it's like they took the soothing inflection of Bob Ross and made it really ominous. Wait, wait, keep, keep the, 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 the key word here is control. <laughs> Let's take a look at that complete control board. Complete which makes me control. This, this is the original draft of the architect in the Matrix. Okay. Let's look at each of the controls for my body movements. People don't know this, but this is half of HR By Tiger's using the right career. Hand control in this manner, you can tilt my head up like this. I'm Attorney General Jeff Sessions. <laughs> By depressing the right hand control in this direction, my head tilts left. <laughs> Here we see the cruel parody of free will. The bear thinks that right. he controls his limbs, but in fact there's a man in a booth who has control of his life if in a way he will right never understand. My head will turn to the left, like this. He will beg for death. It will never come. I just love watching Tiesto do if his you thing. If the right hand is counterclockwise, my head will turn to the right. <laughs> no matter what, though, my eye, on the right eyes will be blinking. The Morse code for killing. By moving my eyes to the left. All right, this is the best one. <laughs> Yeah, that is. That, we need to use that as the gift for eye-eye clapback. It's to raise like this. <laughs> the right button on the right hand control that's for when your old sister is looking like a snack <laughs> my mouth can be controlled by the mouth button on the right hand control you what that mouth do or by the foot pedal Switching to the left hand. I can open my mouth but somehow I cannot scream <laughs> I mean we're, we're all making fun of this, but this is the same technology that controlled Boris Yeltsin for the last three years of his life. <laughs> oh, man. There's something about that video that I, I just find so eerie and just like that, that fuel when you have a job. Oh, really? I was very comfortable. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm playing that for my young cousins at That's Thanksgiving. That's my ASMR now. Yeah. 
Okay. I was disturbed because I was like, I saw the bear and I was like, I wish I was that cool. I wish I was him. Women want to be with him, men want to be him. You can play a musical instrument? Yeah. I want to be, he's in a band, he's cool. He's Ursa Alpha. <laughs> yeah. So, he was cool. Thousands of dollars of pizza. Count! <laughs> We're never going to stop doing that, by the never. way. Never. We don't care how much people get sick of it. So, as, uh, as Matt alluded to earlier, uh, Showbiz Pizza was eventually... Uh, absorbed. Ho- absorbed by the Comet f- uh, food group. Oh. <laughs> by Podesta Food Partners. So, if, so like, you, you guys liked Billy Bob and his sort of humorous... Hey. Uh, sort of, his his uh, sort of humorous pantomime of life, right? Yeah. His sad parody of humor. <laughs> it's about to get even worse with a, probably the most incredibly bone-chilling phrase... I've ever come across that of concept unification. Concept unification. All right, here we go. When the walls go up and the drones start murdering the undesirables, it'll be called concept unification. We gotta unify some concepts like resources and humans. All right, we're gonna unify concepts. R.I.P. This is the video that was Welcome given to the concept to the- unification yeah. installation tape. The purpose of this tape is to give you a brief overview of the installation process. This tape is meant to supplement the installation manual, not replace it. If you have any questions about measurements or placement, this is how to basically break down the showbiz band and integrate it into the Chuck Chuck Cheese neon sign installed to take approximately an hour to complete. With your prep work now complete, it's time to begin the installation process. First, remove all props such as when you die, she keeps unifying the concept. Billy Bob's lamp. Billy Bob's campfire. How fucked up this is! They're taking everything Billy away from can. him. All rocks Why can't and someone flowers, make a city that and works? destroy all of these props as they The key is to again. strip the subject of all social reference so that Next, they are a completely contextless neoliberal blob. This prop will be used. Let's this is for, that was his first killing. The feed the characters and disconnect the quick connectors from the oilers for both center stage and stage left. <laughs> Why are they using a score composed by Wait, someone? Here we go. Look at this guy. Holy shit. Hi, buddy. No, whoa. Oh, where'd, no, where'd no. Where'd go? Wig. No, what? Dickie. Oh. Mask. No. Ears. Oh, my God. Holy shit. The flesh has fallen from the mask. What the fuck? The day of reckoning is here. All right, here's Billy. No. His pants. Then mask. No. Body fur. Hands. I hope everyone knows that apocalypse technically means to make manifest that which was hidden. And then his right foot, which will need to be unfolded. Now, this is what happens when someone sees God's real face. One of the four beasts saying, Welcome to Showbiz Pizza. Remove his mat. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that everyone. Legitimately the first time I saw that, and I need to go lay down. Holy yeah. shit. Allow them to strip the flesh from your body. <laughs> this is my and, first and, time finding out that they weren't real bears. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty upset right now. Felix. I'm not they, doing the second show. They, they made it into lampshades. And uh, Billy oh. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy Bob the Bear said unto Chuck E. Cheese, "Come and see." 
But I mean, you couldn't get a better... Is this not a bear by Primo Levi? (laughs) You could not get a better fucking metaphor for life as a neoliberal subject. Why were they literally using... They want to take away your background, your context, your community, turn you into... An electronic score to Leningrad. What the fuck was that music? Just to turn you into just a disembodied, disaffected tube of circuits that they could put anywhere. They, they just showed John Carpenter that footage, and we're like, we're not going to stop until you write us a score. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, uh, the, the final stop on our, on our viewing series is we showed you what it's like to be... Have your concept unified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we showed you what it's like to All be... All concepts will be unified. Do not resist unification. Yeah. But there's a, there's a way out, everybody. If you don't want your boss to control your life and to be de, you know, alienated by labor, you can always become your own small business owner. And one way to do that is with, of course, a franchise. You can, you can sort of glom on to something Then you that's already... get to exploit and dehumanize others, which is the best you can hope for in this hell realm. Friends, we are announcing the Chapo Trap House franchise series. For only $150,000, you can franchise your own podcast from our network. Or you can be our unpaid interns. In the afterlife. (laughs) So here we go. This is uh, a promotional video on being a franchise owner. Hell yes. The Sizzler in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, when I was growing up, killed someone. What, like it gained sentience and ran out into the night and stabbed someone in their sleep? Just gave him E. coli, the old-fashioned plan. Song is growing stronger every day. Little girl baseball player. Stop looking at me. Old sea captain and little girl. And it's not his granddaughter. He's not related to that girl. I admit it. I wasn't really at Dunkirk. We can make the choices. We will make the most of all. If anybody's seen the parallax view, this is the montage when you join the corporation. Yo, this shit fucking bangs. Get some freedom. All oh, yeah, when that drop comes. A quiet revolution has been taking place. Cut down the tall trees. More and more. Destroy the Houthis. are working and raising families. Life seems to be moving faster than ever. Colonel and Oliver Americans North. have rediscovered, are redefining <laughs> what's Life really important in their lives. They want quality. In their personal life. In their business life. In the goods they purchase. And in the food they eat. They want good, basic home cooking. Quality food. And they want choices. Variety. All at a reasonable Unlike price. Unlike people in the old days Americans who just want, want one price. thing in a restaurant. Sizzler brings the choices that you've been looking this for. This dude has Michael, fucking When I was a kid, I went to a hot dog stand and had one hot dog. And if you didn't get there in time, you didn't get it. Much more. You're probably watching this video because you did too much cocaine and you took out a bank loan. Yeah, you and your friends got suited up and decided to start a restaurant. You're trying to rescue your marriage with a small business. (laughs) 
They, they made that kid. Same couple. Every person in this video witnessed the death of our Bud Dwyer. Gumar mindset. Fresh fish. A variety. He of takes me to Sizzler, and now he's gonna leave his wife any day now. <laughs> he doesn't even get the buffet. We order off the menu. Sizzler. On Thursday nights, we took our Gumars out to Sizzler. With two completely different dining experiences. Friday night was the wise, but Saturday night at the Sizzler was always for the girlfriend. Platters served at your table, and the buffet court, a whole experience on its own. Where you create delicious combinations. A whole experience just the on its own, like taking DMT. It's a restaurant within a you're, restaurant. In Sizzler, you're immortal. You have power over everyone who's ever wronged you. Americans want. It's in unique. Sizzler, you can it's bold. Speak the truth. It's ahead of the God. competition. Sizzler for the 90s. Exactly. That's a very like biblical light wants. from behind the light. I mean, like there's no light source here. Here we go. This is the big finale. Holy shit. That's one moist motherfucker. We're gonna meet. What is with the watermelon? That child has never eaten watermelon before. This is all B roll from the Blossom intro. Now you do your duty. Kill Robert Kennedy. Get ready for the big climax, guys. Hold up, hold up. Wait for it. Wait for it. Sizzler. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Let the beat drop. <laughs> Those were all the Israelis that were seen dancing as the towers fell. <laughs> so that's uh, that's life uh, doing work, having a job. Good luck, that's everyone. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, you know what? DJ... Let's run this back. Hold on. Chapo. <laughs> Chapo. I need to hear that Kmart song again. <laughs> Bump that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 